Hello, and welcome to the Powerful Personal Brand Podcast, where I and my guests share tips to help inspire you to build a great personal brand to increase your visibility and authority. I am your host, Claire Bond, and on today's episode, I am so excited to be joined by Julie Broad. Julie is the founder of the self-publishing services firm, book launchers, and an Amazon overall number one best-selling author who knows what it takes to successfully self-publish a book. Um, Julie's titles include More Than Cash Flow, which topped Amazon, the brand, the new brand you, and her latest book, Self-Publish and Succeed. Um, she's an expert on writing a book with marketing in mind, and she has been featured in hundreds of media, including Forbes, Entrepreneur, Yahoo Business, CTV, The Bank. Vancouver Sun and medium.com. Julie, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. So such exciting stuff. It's actually funny because um, my co-founder, as he does all of our sales calls, he's often like literally just the people ask questions. He's like, Oh, the book, our, you know, the personal branding book, we're going to put this aside when, you know, so anyway, um, an interesting thing. He's, he's always like kind of thought that about publishing a book, but I haven't necessarily, um, I don't know anything about it. So I'm like, I'm yeah, like let's dig in. So um, what are like, so there are, there I was looking at some stats and there are 8 million books on Amazon. And I know that it started out as a, as a book um, where you could buy books. So that kind of makes sense. But is there a secret to writing one that will actually sell? Yeah. And I think a lot of it, you know, a lot of it really is branding. You know, it comes down to, yeah. you know, really fitting in and then standing out. <laughs> which is really what it is when it comes to books too. Uh, I think really diving into, especially, you know, speaking of nonfiction books and, you know, using a book to grow a brand, you want to know who your audience is and what you are offering that's just a little bit different and really honing in even further and going, what's the outcome of the outcome? Uh, because you're not a, you know, your chances are you're not a famous, famous celebrity name. Uh, maybe that's where you want to take this, but, you know, you have to have something people really need and so that's the outcome of the outcome. So it's not leadership, right? You're not writing a leadership book. It's what happens after somebody goes through your particular kind of leadership, you know, tips that you have in your book. What's the outcome of being a better leader in the style that you're teaching? And that helps you stand out. So it requires a lot of work up front to really figure out what's going to position you to be a book that will stand out in the millions of books that are there. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I've also heard is that, um, I mean, if you, I'll, Amazon is ultimately using an algorithm, like all social media platforms. And, uh, you know, part of what we do is trying to, you know, figure out what the algorithm is doing and how we can kind of game it <laughs> essentially. So are there tricks like that? Like I've heard that getting reviews and things like that can really help boost a book's, um, you know, visibility and whether it'll actually be, um, shown to other people and say, Hey, you might want to check out this book recommended and things like that. Like, do you have any tips for that? The most important thing is conversions and converting to okay. the right audience so that Amazon learns who your audience is, and then we'll know who to show your book to. Um, mm -hmm. what a lot of people do is they try to game the system. And so they, you know, a lot of the companies you'll find they're out there like, okay, we promise you'll be a bestseller. And they're either finding a category where your book doesn't really belong and driving a small amount of sales to get that bestseller flag, or they're getting a group of people together who have unrelated topics and they're all saying buy each other's books at this certain day. And, 
and buying the book. And now you've taught Amazon the very wrong person. And that's where you'll see somebody's also bots be all messed up. So you might have a real estate book and underneath you've got a book on law of attraction, a book on beating cancer, a relationship book. And so that just tells me Amazon has no idea who actually is the ideal reader for this book. And chances are somebody tried to game Amazon to get a bestseller flag. So consistent conversions is the most important thing you can do and consistent conversions to your ideal reader. So Amazon Mm -hmm. learns who's going to buy your book when they show it to them. Yeah. So maybe instead of gaming, I mean, you could even run like ads or something that literally will drive the right person to buy the book and hopefully they'll convert. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of layers, right? It's having the right metadata. So metadata is your title, your keyword, your categories, your pricing, even it's that it's Amazon ads, it's running promotions. um, It's doing ebook giveaways to drive people to write reviews because reviews are fundamental. Uh, You know, and again, you want reviews from the right people ideally reviews from people who have bought your book, but it doesn't have to be. So there's lots of layers to it. And I think, you know, a lot of people put their book on Amazon and then go, my book's not selling. There's so much work to do. And and it's not just one time either, you know, keyword, we're refreshing keywords every three to six months, because there's trends that change, you want to be on top of it. And we see this in particular with diet and nutrition books. Um, you know, where keto might've been the thing, you know, it might be something else. Like it was paleo for a while and now it's keto. And so knowing the keywords that are the hot topics and working those into your, your book description can be the difference between being found, like being something that gets brought up in a search or not. Wow. Yeah. It's, it is interesting how like so many things you, you don't really think they're related, but I mean, my team knows very well. They know about SEOing blogs and SEOing YouTube videos and things like that. And so it's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. You just can't go away from that SEO. You can't go away from metadata tags, knowing your keywords. You can't do it. (laughs) It's always going to sneak up on you and it's always going to find you. So better learn how to do it because any way you build your personal brand, you're going to need it. So Julie said it here first. <laughs> I, didn't, I never really thought about it, but you're right. I mean, I do shop on Amazon a lot. And um, yeah, it, I never really thought about, um, I, I always know if I'm looking for like a product or something, I'll see the recommended or also bought with and things like that. But yeah, I'm going to start looking at the books on that because that's interesting because you could be, you could say, okay, so they used somebody that, yeah, they, um, you know, like the pods and things like that you have for social media. They basically mm-hmm. were a book buying pod. Yeah. Interesting. Never even thought about that. Um, so what is, so we've talked about kind of some things, um, that people can do that aren't great, but what, what is like the biggest mistake that people that would be authors do when they want to self-publish? There's, there's really two. So it's hard to kind of separate them and they're, they're, they're similar. Give them Um, both. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. Perfect. That's what I want to do. Um, so the first is a lot of people write the book and then they figure out how to market it after kind of, like I said, they dump it on Amazon and then they go, how do I sell this? Mm -hmm. And, and that's kind of the same thing because as my second tip they're they're related and that is not writing for a niche enough person. And even writing for a demographic versus writing for a person that you can really picture that you can kind of, you know, you know what their emotions are, you know what they're, they're thinking about when they're awake at night. Um, you really have to write for a very specific person and people feel like their book, especially people writing about their story. They think my book is going to give people hope. It's going to give them inspiration. And yes, but it's, you have to know exactly who that person is and what they're now going to have hope to do and what they're inspired to do and what that's going to mean for their life. Um, and it has to be 
nation specific. And so the kind of that generic thing is what people often end up writing their book for everybody, putting it on Amazon and then going, nobody's buying it. (laughs) And so you have to plan all that beforehand. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that definitely goes, falls in line. It's, it's, it's funny that the, the publishing a book is really parallel to building a brand and even creating social media posts and videos and things like that, because you ultimately need to know who your audience is before, you know, even with the podcast, right? What does my audience want to know? Um, and if you don't know what that is, yeah, you're, you're going to, people aren't going to be really interested to, to follow it. Um, buy your book to to follow you on social media if your stuff's kind of all over the place. Yeah. So they want to feel like you're actually talking to them. Yeah. And a lot of what we do in the early days is essentially a brand building conversation because we're going, okay, like what emotions do you want people to feel when they think of you? Um, You know, Mm -hmm. what what are kind of the things people are going to hang their hat on? Like, what are you going to be known for? And so a lot of the early conversations as you define what your book is going to be about are actually defining, you know, what you as the author brand are going to be. So I think, I think books are a tool that you use in brand building. Um, so they right. are very, you know, it's great that what I'm saying aligns because I would argue that, you know, a book is something you use to build a brand. So they really do have to run parallel to each other to be effective. Yeah. Well, so, so that kind of brings me to another question because I, I find that a lot of times some, you know, a client will come to us and they have a, somewhat of an idea of what they want to do, but then sometimes during the process or they'll kind of, they'll change their mind or they'll say, you know what? I don't really like the way that's going. Let's go this direction. You can't really do that with a book. <laughs> Because you'll probably notice, like, if you started with chapter number one, and then you go, you ball, you know, you do it linearly, right? You get to like chapter number five, and you're like, wait, where did this take a left turn? Like, I didn't even see that coming. So what would your advice be? Would it be to like, really know who you are, and like, maybe establish your brand a little bit more before you jump on the train of of doing a book? Like, what do you how do you kind of see that um, playing out? Yeah, there's not one way to do this. And sometimes there's like a clearing process that has to happen before you can get there. And so I do see some Mm -hmm. people start writing one book and, you know, four chapters in, they go, this isn't the book. And that's just the journey they had to go on to actually kind of clear the way for that message that they really do believe in and stand by and want to become. And I think that kind of happens with brands too. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in a way, my own brand, I I was a real estate investor. I was known for my real estate training and education. And then I kind of, you know, slightly pivoted into helping you, you know, raise capital by building your own brand in real estate. And then it was like, that wasn't it. Like, you you know, you, it just didn't quite feel right. And then I, I created book launchers and I was like, oh, this is what I was supposed to do. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of, there's not a one path. There's no one path and, and nobody's journey is straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, very, yeah. I very rarely meet somebody whose journey is straight. So I think you have to go through what, you know, whatever process, but the more clear you are in the beginning, I think the stronger, the faster, the more efficient um, your book writing process will be. Like, so, so you, there were kind of like three distinct pivots for you. Did you write a book for all of those different brands or did you wait until you really knew who you were before you started the book writing process? Yeah, that's a good question. So in my first book, I was already well-established um, and I wrote the book. And then in the second, I was using the book to pivot. And that was kind of the book came out and I realized this wasn't where I wanted to be. And then I, okay. I dreamed up book launchers at that point. So I was using the second book to pivot, but then I decided that's not where I wanted to go. And then the third book, I we'd already worked with 
hundreds of authors by then so that I had, because I didn't have a background in publishing. I really, mm-hmm. I started the company and hired people and we built the process. We kind of always talk about how we uh, were fixing the plane as we were already flying it. <laughs> so yeah. we've been, you know, learning as we go. Uh, and so I waited until I had more of a depth of expertise and we'd been through the process with hundreds before I wrote that next book. So okay. that's why I say there's not well, one way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, I think I kind of want to like, I like kind of want to distill down what you said, because I feel like there, I see these reoccurring themes with, with clients and with, and I definitely with, with other guests that I've had in that a lot of times there's this, okay, I hired you to help me do this, whether it's like build my brand or help me do this book. And the fact that, you know, you don't know exactly what, who I am and who my audience is. It's not for me to know it's for you to be really crystal clear on. And it's not a linear path. It can go everywhere. You can write books along the way, but ultimately it's no one's fault. It's not a problem. It's just life. I mean, life, throws curveballs at you all the time. And sometimes that will make you pivot. I mean, hello, 2020 and 2021, right? (laughs) Everybody changed what they were probably doing. Um, So do you, so I think that's kind of what you outlined there is that, yeah, you wrote books during the process. You figured out that this wasn't what you wanted to do and you were pivoting while writing a book and it, and it's all good. It's all fine. And all the books sold, right? You did help somebody. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I learned as I went. So my second book, which didn't sell particularly well, because I ended up launching it and then t- switching businesses, but I still ended up doing keynote talks because I had a chapter called You Are Who Google Says You Are. And I had organizations that I had had relationships with in the past that got a copy of the book and they went, this is great. Like, come talk. Mm. And and as I was talking to people in that whole journey of publishing the second book, I started to see the opportunities for book launchers. and okay. And so... It, nothing was a waste. And I think that's one thing is a lot of times it's frustrating to not have a direct clear path to where you want to go. But if you didn't have these detours, you wouldn't know the message that you have today. You wouldn't be able to speak as confidently or as knowledgeably about whatever it is that you're, you're sharing with the world. So I think we all have our path to follow and some, some get yeah. to go in circles and all around and up and down. And <laughs> But, but you learn if you, if you actually take all of those, um, bumps and things that you, you deal with along the way, you learn. Then I think that by the end, you know, by present time, you're better off. Like, because otherwise you wouldn't, you wouldn't have helped people through, through helping them with their book to be able to write number three. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I think if you haven't done that, you're probably not going to write an interesting book. You're probably not going to have an interesting brand. Like it's those journeys that we go on that give us the material that actually make us interesting enough that other people want to pay attention and work with us and hire us and buy our services and products. And unique because you're sharing your own unique experience. And I really like, I can't, I actually really love what you said about Google, that Google is, you know, what you are, what Google says you are. I love that. That's the personal brand. One of the things that I always tell people, have you Googled yourself lately? (laughs) Mm-hmm. You should, because I actually Googled myself, which was really weird. And it says I'm a photographer, which is bizarre. I'm like, how do I change that? <laughs> like, because that's I, not what I am. I may have a lot of cameras, but I'm not a photographer, not a photographer. But so uh, it's, it is interesting. And I think it is, you should yeah. know yeah. Um, what they're saying about you. So what if you're, <laughs> so um, the next thing is, I think I definitely fall into this category. What if you suck at writing 
and you don't, or you don't have time for it or you don't like it. Like all the things, like what if it's just not what you want to do? How can you get a book? But you really have great information. How can you get a book published? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be the one that sits there and types it. Like that's the thing, you know, a lot of people think they have to be the one that sits there at the keyboard and types it out. And there's lots of ways to get a book done. Um, and once you have an outline, so we have writing coaches that will help you craft your hook and your outline. But once you've got that, you can record voice notes and get it transcribed mm-hmm. and get that down and then work with a writer or an editor to take it from there. Um, you can, you can, you know, voice, voice record the whole thing. Uh, there's software now that does that. I don't like that because you have to tell it periods and question marks yeah. and like, I don't like telling it punctuation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but I do like voice notes, getting it transcribed that can work really well. And then of course there is hiring a writer and getting interviewed and thinking mm-hmm. through the process with the help of somebody else. Uh, that can be a real time saver. It can also mm-hmm. give you uh, the experience of finding stories you've forgotten about, or maybe helping you uncover the thing that's cool that you didn't even realize is cool. Cause a lot of us have gifts and it's so easy to us. We don't actually realize that it's something that would be of value to others. So working with a writer or a coach can really help with that. But you don't have to be the one that sits there and types. And a lot of my work comes from videos. So I do a lot of YouTube. And then I take the uh, the scripts from the YouTube and I put them down into the outline. And then I fill in the pieces and edit it from there. So yeah, there's so many ways to write a book. And you're still going to hurt. Yeah. Like it's still going to feel like you wrote a book no matter what way it go- you go. <laughs> right. It's a lot of work to put that many pages together. Yeah. Um, like how long should a book be? Is there like, is it okay? Depending on the topic or topic audience. I mean, you don't want it to be a certain length just for the sake of hitting a certain length. Um, That's the thing I always tell people is, is, you know, it needs to be as long as it needs to be to get across that outcome of the outcome. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as practicalities, if you want to have a title on the spine, you need it to be at least 120 pages, which is, you know, roughly 20, 25,000 words, depending on how creative you get with layout. Most business self-help books these days are about 55 to 65,000 words. So 200 to 260 words in your standard book size. So, Mm -hmm. but I would never say it has to be this certain length. I will say the longer the book, the harder it is to sell in most categories. Mm -hmm. So if you start getting beyond that 65, 70,000 word, and it's really thick, it's an investment of time, right? It's not the money. Yeah. It's the time somebody has to take to read it. So they really got to, got to want it to, to go for the big books. Yeah. I like that. Um, so we, I always love to give people, you know, three tips to what, whatever it is. So I'm going to throw that over to you. Um, yeah. three tips to what do you, what are you feeling? What three tips do you want to share with the audience? to write a book that will build your brand. Nice. Let's do it. <laughs> what, are those, right. what are those three tips? Yep. Tip number one is the book might be about you, but it's not for you. It's for your reader. So that's tip one. Tip two is that you need a hook. So, and your hook is that outcome of the outcome for the reader. It absolutely has to dictate every single thing that's going to be in your book. Um, and it has to carry all the way through. And you need that before you start writing. And tip three is your book will have not have an impact if it's in your head. So you need to write it and publish it. Otherwise, your book will never help anybody and build, it won't help your brand and it won't help the people you want to help. <laughs> I love that. It, it, yeah, it, it, I, I know they keep bringing it back, but it's so, it's so interesting because you are giving a lot of the same tips that we use. And because we always say your personal brand isn't for you. 
a lot of people are just like, oh, this is what I did. And they'll, they'll share yay me posts. Like I did this. Yay me. And you're not, you're not going to get any comments. You're not going to get yep. anything from it unless you kind of turn it into a story. So yeah, everything you do for your personal brand, if you really just take yourself out of it, even writing a book, write it for your ideal audience and yeah. you'll be good to go. Yeah. Exactly. And I love the outline thing because if you really kind of outline, okay, whatever it is, I'm going to give even, even the three tips. You're like, okay, I, I need to outline these three tips and tell, and tell you succinctly what they are. And yeah. I think even with blogging, I mean, blogging is only 2000 words, but still you need to have, it needs to be very clear with what you're doing. And you, I mean, and, and because it is only 2000 words, it has to be much more concise than it would be if, you know, it were a book. So, um, yeah, really interesting. And I, one of the things that I would always do before, um, cause I, I have a team that helps me and so do our clients and I would always, I dictate everything. I would, I would have an idea for a blog. Ooh, this would happen. It would stem from a conversation mm-hmm. and I would, I would dictate it. I'm a big fan of dictating because I'm usually just running around and I typing is just not, yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden autocorrect comes in, in on your text and you're like, that's not the word I wanted to say. So I, sometimes <laughs> I just dictate it and it's so much easier. Um, so if anyone's, I, I have used dragon dictate. Um, that is one that I've used in the past. So, and sometimes I literally just use the one on the phone. So yeah, those are, those are great tips and I absolutely love it. So Julie, I, what have you personally done to build your brand? I mean, you have a brand, you've got a book. What did, what did you do what, to build your brand? Yeah. I mean, first I figure out what my values are, like what, what I'm about, what's, what's kind of the most important things to have outward facing. Um, and then for me, it's really been, you know, tactically, YouTube has been a big part of my previous business and this business. Writing books <laughs> has been a really fundamental part. And, you know, I, I do podcasts and things like that as well. I'm not big on social media. Um, if you do connect with me on social, you'll meet my son, essentially. <laughs> my The company stuff gets handled by the team. And so there'll be more valuable yeah. stuff through the, the company. But um, that's really been what I do. And then speaking has been the other piece. You know, I, I've found in the past, um, you know, prior to the 2020, 2021 changes, uh, speaking has been fundamental to just building a great network and getting your name out there and, and building that brand. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Really great tips. Well, you know, so... I, you gave such amazing tips. I know that people are going to want to connect with you. You said you're not really on social, but where can people find you? Where's your YouTube channel? Where's your website? Yeah. I mean, go to booklaunchers.com. That's my website um, that, you know, sign up for our launch letter. You can hit reply to any of those and it goes straight to me. So that's a great way to connect with me. And then booklaunchers.tv is the YouTube channel. I do lives every other week and have new videos every Tuesday and Friday. Awesome. And all that was going to be in the show notes in the description box as well. Um, Julie, this has been great. I learned so much about, uh, you know, writing, writing a book. And I also learned that writing a book and building your brand are really kind of one and the same. The same principles apply. So thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening and watching and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.